Yes, of course. Burl Bearer. <laughs> I've known a few writers who were rogues and vagabonds. And I'm Roger Moore. I didn't supply the microphone. Live from the gleaming, streamlined, state-of-the-art studios of OutlawRadioLive.com. Nestled, I love that word, nestled in a secret bunker somewhere in the Los Angeles area. Following program is produced by Magic Matt Allen. If you've ever been the victim of religious uh, prejudice or racial prejudice, then there's there's no middle ground response. Either you become exactly like what you hate. Oh, yes. Or you become the opposite. You become a champion. There are people I have known that were cranky bastards when they were younger. Yeah. Right? And they were just like maybe bosses of a company I worked for, walking around, shopping a cigar, giving people a raft of crap. And then yeah. they reach a certain age where they realize none of that means anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of time. <laughs> and they be totally changed. Like Matt Allen, our producer tonight, we, we joke about though, our friend John Bauer of the John Bauer Concert Company, once yeah. said to me that on my tombstone it would say, he sold a lot of tickets. <laughs> That's the summation of my oh, life. Oh my <laughs> I sold God. a lot of tickets. Uh, you know, I think I, I better uh, reevaluate my uh, <laughs> my life goals and purpose here. If that's what's going to say. Hey, so tell you what, Vinny, uh, the audience is in the dark, so to speak, on who you are uh, and and what your childhood was like. So. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a former, I'm a former world boxing champion with the World Boxing Federation. I had three shots at the world title. I fought twice at the IBS Superweight title, and, and once for the World Boxing Federation Cruiserweight title at 41 years of age. And I won it in my final attempt, and uh, I retired right in the ring. I, I finally, I, fi I finally did what my father embedded in me since I was a little kid. My childhood, if you can, if you understand this, I wouldn't wish my childhood on Hitler. You wouldn't even want a Hitler to go through what you went yeah. through. Let me, let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. You know, Angelo Dundee, he called me a defensive genius. It's written, it's written in a bunch of articles, but um, I can pull a couple out of my scrapbooks just to show you that I'm kidding. He called me a defensive genius. And the reason why, my father used to come up out of nowhere and just, boom, piled around me when I started to be drunk and drop me. Right? So, I, so I, I developed a radar. I can feel you know, he was in the presence. I can feel him. I can feel him, him ejecting a shot from his shoulder. And I, I duck, I duck, whichever way I could. And he threw three or four of them. I make him miss and he fall. He was half drunk anyway, and he fall. And he did that to me you know, for years and years. And then when you see me, see me in the ring, that's one of the good things I can think, I can think that basketball was giving me such a great defense. Well, you know, it's like a boy named Sue. You know, <laughs> you know uh, my friend Punch, the uh, the diamond heist guy, he became a, a diamond thief to make his father proud of him. Because wow. that's what his father wanted. His wow. father uh, would beat him regularly or irregularly. Yeah. Uh, and his father just thought it was strict upbringing. Now, meanwhile, the guy's drunk, right? Yeah. Was he an angry drunk? Uh, yes. Um, sometimes, sometimes... Uh... I, it was really strange um, when he would get really drunk, but when he, when he, when he went to that 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 uh, molesting mode, he get really nice. That's strange. Uh, was, of course, oh. it's multi generational. That's something I got to worry about. 
Yeah. You know, is, is, is it replicates from generation to generation. What yeah, people like uh, about their parenting is what they liked about their parents' parenting, and what they yeah. don't like is what they didn't like when they were a kid. The problem with my mother and father, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'll say this, uh, they were both uh, homosexuals. Both they, your parents? They, they got married to appease the homosexual practice, and they had four kids. And the reason why they had kids is because my father's father would kill him, and my mother's father definitely would have killed her if they found out they were gay, which is horrible, which is terrible. I mean, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we're all, we're all human beings on this planet. And uh, to embed, to embed somebody said, you know, himself, you know, believe me, it gives you self-imposed limitations. Uh, Mark Boyer has a question for you. <clears throat> Welcome, Vinny. Nice to talk to you. Your father was, was <clears throat> not just gay. He was a pedophile. Yes. Now, that's something to reckon with. Yes. Now, how old were you when he finally stopped feeding you? I'm glad you made that distinction because not all gay people are not nasty pieces of garbage like my father was. Yes. They're all human beings. They're all regular you know, guys uh, that happen to have a, a sexual preference. It's different. That's it. That's the only difference that they have between everybody else. Right, and 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 they're all normal. They're all kind, loving people, like everybody else. But you get the sick ones, like my father, and, and that's just the way it is. Uh, I can't explain. Well, the it. point I was getting at is research has shown that if you are an angry drunk, yeah, it's not just the alcohol; it's a symptom yeah. of an undiagnosed physical illness, usually yeah. related to either uh, diabetes or seizure disorders, or epilepsy. Yeah. Uh, that a healthy person does not become an angry drunk. Yeah. Interesting. For this, I, this, this, these, these, these are, uh, for a medical uh, person to, to devour, I, 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 just, I just know that there was an angry um, monster in front of me every time he was drunk. And his buddies weren't so kind either. No, no, no. They all had one thing in mind. It was horrible. It was horrific. It was horrible. I fought my ass off, and, I, and, you, and it was so funny uh, when they would be getting the best of me, and there was nothing I could do. I used to, I used to pass out, and I go to this place. I know you disassociate. Yeah, I go to this place where nobody had a phone, nobody would fight, nobody had the right. It was a place of love and happiness. That's where I used to go. And I used to go there. You wouldn't believe how I used to go there. Now, uh, wh at what age did he stop beating you, or did he ever stop? Well, um, I was uh, 15, I was uh, 15, and a half, 15 and a half, 16, and he, uh, I, it, it was night, he came to me, and he says, he says, uh, what are you doing? And it looked like he wanted to explode, but he didn't. And then, and then finally, he he screamed, "Asshole, get over here!" Right, and the asshole wasn't an asshole no more. No, you weren't gonna I put walked, up with it. I walked over, I walked over to him, and I fucking hit him with an open hand, smash, and he went down. And I said, "Never fucking touch me again." Or if I ever hear you did that to somebody else, I'm gonna I'm gonna come home and kill you. You know what I said? You know what I said? Asshole. What? 
Asshole. Asshole. The name he gave me for years, I gave it right back to him. I bet he was impressed. Uh, he was, uh, he, he realized, here I am fighting amateurs. Here I am fighting amateurs. Old, 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 old uh, deviant uh, bothered me because it's my father, right? right? And, 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 and it was because it was my father. I, you, you overlook a lot of things, but guess what? I was tired of the abuse. I was tired of all that. And I had to put him straight. Boy, did I put him straight. And my message is to all those kids out there, right? You don't have to take it if it's your brother, if it's your mother, if it's your father, if it's your sister, if it's your cousin, if it's the guy next door, if it's your teacher at school. You don't go speak up. You go tell 20 people what's going on. You go see a, see a policeman, go tell a policeman, tell them to call the whole station down, and you tell everybody what's going on. I'm sure somebody's going to take, take an interest. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we did a French Gerardo and I did a book called uh, Taste for Murder about uh, this woman who had a horrific childhood. Her grandfather was having sex with her when she started very young. Oh, no. And uh, interesting, the, her sister said, Grandpa stopped doing that with the rest of us about the time you usually stop. I didn't know there was a time that you usually stop, but I did yeah. research and found out there yeah. is. That for people to do that, they usually do it. Was an accepted way of life. Three years, three years is is standard for that kind of behavior. But he kept up with her. I mean, she wound up moving in with him. She was pregnant a few times by her grandfather. Oh my God! And uh, she had to have a couple abortions. She couldn't wait to get out of there. Right? She joins the air force, gets away from him. And uh, it, it totally screwed her up forever. But the point I was going to get to is that she did go. She went to Grandma and told Grandma what uh, Grandpa was doing. And Grandma drops dead. So she goes and tells uh, another relative. And that person drops dead. Oh, my God. And then she goes and tells a cousin. And the cousin says, well, if Grandpa's doing it to you, so should I. So she just oh my gives, god! So she just gives up then, but she's damaged forever. And uh, oh my god! Yeah, but you, you don't quit. You never give up. You know, you, you're one punch away. You, 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 somebody's gonna hear you. Somebody of 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 of, of somebody that has a heart that has a soul, has got a mind, has got to hear you. You gotta you gotta be heard. Never, ever, ever give up. Tell thousands of people. And when, when you go on a train, when you go, everybody's going to get nuts. Tell everybody. Somebody's going to say, this kid's very troubled. Something's really bad's happening with these kids. I want to find out what's wrong with this kid. And I'm going to refer to the right people to take care of this. You know, yeah, but sometimes it gets covered up. No one wants the scandal. And what yeah, about your yeah, mom? Yeah. I mean, weren't you mad at your mom about all this? Um, my, my, me and my mother never got along. Um, me and my mother, uh, she, um, she, my, my mother hated me, and uh, my feelings from what she gave me. She loved my 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 sister, my brother, but she 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 hated my guts. For what I have no, I have no, I, I don't know why. I to this day I don't know why. I don't know what I did. Is she still alive? And, and I think I think I think no, you know she's dead. I think I think the attention I was getting. From fighting amateur, ah, um, jealousy. Uh, yeah, and there was there was there was um, all kinds of um, ladies and people and guys. You know, everybody was coming to the fights there, and I and they, and they so uh, walked down the 
street. They come over, shake my hand, hug me. And yeah, she uh, she didn't like that. Nah, she was probably a very troubled person. Yeah, she you know she had the same problem. There was I, she, you know, it's it's horrible. It's it's terrible that she was gay. And my father's and they they got married to to, to try to do the right thing. Cover know. marriage, yeah. yeah, yeah, cover marriage, yeah. And they had four kids. That's what they should have done. Now, how I did wish, you, how were the other? I wish I wish I was never born. Believe me, some of the things that happened to me. I wish I would. I never went through something like that. I, and I and and and, and, I, and and just to think that I had I had this stuff in my head. I was fighting amateur and and and, and fighting pro and 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 and, 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 and all, all, I get, all I get in my head. If you're not champ of the world, asshole. If you're not champ of the world, right? Take this gun, pull the head, and pull the trigger. The bullet will enter your brain, ricochet over your skull, smashing up your brain, and you'll be gone forever. Well, that's a cheerful thought. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was my father. That was a, that. Was, and then he laughed. And then he laughed. And I would too, you know, just to make him happy. But I wasn't laughing inside. No, of course you weren't. I wasn't. But what about the inside. other three kids? How were they treated? My, my my sister was, was, was bothered also. My sister was bothered also with my father. I don't know the details. I never talked to her about that. I mentioned something to shove it up and got married, you know. So I, I didn't say anything. I didn't go near her. And, and uh, she uh, and my, my brother Joey, my brother Joey, I, uh, he he caught he, he caught um, uh, a little a little bit of it. There, not, not much. My brother Wayne, the youngest one, didn't didn't. Uh, enjoy none of it. Hardly knew my father because he passed away, right? But but uh, my brother Wayne, uh, he's the consummate being. Well, you know, when, he's the consummate being. He has no hangups. No, he thinks I'm nuts. He thought I was nuts being a fighter. He had no idea what was going on. And he, he, uh, he was he was he was an infant. He was never bothered. Well, he was. I in some ways he was lucky. Oh, you know, so I'm, I'm a happy for him. I'm happy for him. I'm happy to have to go when I went through on my brother. But I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, man, um, I, 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 look, I look at him, and he's like my model. I'm saying, wow, he has no, no, limit, no self-imposed limitations. He has no um, uh, anger. He has no, he's, not, he's, a, he's a real thinker. Um, he'll look at him, analyze what, what you, you're saying to him before he answers your question, right? Like, he doesn't snap, he doesn't blow up, right? He's like, he, 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 I, I was so jealous of, of, of his beingness. He had this beingness, this, this calm beingness. It's something I didn't know, it's something I wanted that I could never have. Yeah, well, to the impact on your impressionable young life, there's another issue also, and I want to, uh, don't know if you're comfortable with me bringing this up, but uh, I, I, I get the impression that your dad and these other guys were uh, sodomizing you. Yes. Uh, and the thing is, and there's been a lot of research on this, there's a lot of sympathy for little kids who are enduring this. Once you get to be about 12 or 13, the, the sympathy drops down. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, I know. And uh, the thing is, is... I think I know the answer to this. Did you feel guilty? Did you feel bad? Because as bad as it was, there were parts of it that physically felt good. Um, uh, whenever, whenever it was happening, 
I told you, I used to go to this place. Yeah. You know, I used to be with a different family. I used to be with love and, and happiness and a really sweet place and sweet parents. And, and it was really nice and it was so beautiful. And then, and, and then I wake up, and I wake up to the horror. Yeah. But, 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 but whenever that, whenever that would happen to me, I had, I had, I had to escape hatch. I could go, I could go, I could go, I could, I could leave. I was there, but I could leave. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I could leave, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's just, with this is where quite often the, uh, what they used to call multiple personality uh, yeah. yes. thing would come up, because so, you would go somewhere else, and, and another aspect of your reality would endure what needed to be endured. Yeah. And that can cause, you know, some psychic breaks and all sorts of stuff. Yes. Uh, it amazes me, of course, you were tough. He had, he made you tough enough to not put up with it anymore. <laughs> it was almost like a built-in uh, delayed reaction alarm. If he could make yeah. you tough enough, sooner or later, you'd knock him back. Oh, yeah, and I, and I couldn't believe, yeah, I, I did believe... When I when I I kicked, he was banging in that door. I was, I, it was so funny. He was breaking it up, breaking pound the door, pound the door. And I pissed myself. I urinated in my pants like I, like when I was a kid. And I said, he said to myself, "I'm a man. I'm a fighter. This old piece of garbage, my son of a bitch, is doing it to me." I opened the door and I tried. I picked him up over my head. I threw him into the seat and I told you the father again. I'll kill you. Asshole, asshole, asshole. I stuck my finger in his face and drew, and drew blood from his cheek. Did he, did he cower never down? Bothered, he never bothered me again, ever. Of course not. Yeah. He, you know, because he probably was waiting for that day. You know something? Uh, uh, I can't say, I can't say... I, I, I can't say yes, I can't say no. I, I, but I, I know this is going to sound crazy. And you're gonna think I'm nuts. Okay, that's all right. I think I think I think my father loved me somehow. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there was something. I think he wanted the. I think he, he wanted you to be strong him. enough to yes. stop him. Yes, yes, yes. And you know this reminds me of when Ted Bundy was in Florida, and he was on the run. He went to the border, and he didn't cross it. He drove back and forth and back and forth, waiting for them to catch him, because yeah. he something in him wanted to be stopped. Yes, yes. And I think that your dad, whatever humanity was inside of him, yes. he knew that he, that he wanted you to stop him. Yeah. And you did. Yes, I did. And did that change your relationship with him over after that? Um. Well, he. he uh... It was distant, and, and, and you know the, the nicest thing about it? Um, the last couple of fights that I had, big fights, I was able to have money, you know? Mm -hmm. And he used to take all my money while I was fighting. But, and uh, he, um, he, he looked like, I, 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 don't, I, I think, I, he was real proud. He was real proud of me. It's not the same thing. He was real proud of me. Was, I was his son, but he did, there was this this faraway look all the time in his eye. This faraway look. This this um. Yeah, I I always I always ask him, "Are you all right? Are you all right?" 
I just never, and I, and I realized, I realized um, he didn't want to be where he was. He didn't want to be who he was. Yep. And 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 um, he wanted to be, he wanted to be a normal, you know, a normal gay human being, and and and, and, and love and love people like everybody else does. And, and but, but but he had a problem, and I'm sure. And I'm sure I looked into I looked into his, his, his background, and he uh, in the Marine Corps they, they beat him half to death in in, in, a, in, a, in the barracks for doing something nasty to somebody. I right and and um, that's what I, what I learned. When I, when it's I looked very at interesting background. that that people such as your father, who behave yeah. in that way and who are abusive yeah. to the young and the weak, uh, yeah. the defenseless, is because they're afraid of them. Yes. It's a fear thing because yes. it reminds them of when they were weak and they yeah. were on the receiving end, and it oh, scares yeah. them. Uh, and it's, a, it's a fascinating uh, subject. It's very traumatic for everybody. No one comes and, out of it happy. And, and you're angry. You're angry. How, well, how come I can't be like him? How come I wasn't like him? How come my family wasn't like his? You know, you know, some uh, you, you can't question. You can't. You, you gotta. You gotta. Uh, take life, take life uh, as it comes, and uh, deal with it the best way you can. Yeah, but deal not, with life on life's terms. Not hurting anybody. Now, as I mentioned earlier, either you're going to be just like him, or you're going to be a champion of the oppressed. You're going oh, to be yeah. one to stand up for the kids. Well, I, I, that's what we're, we're, doing, we're trying to do now. But uh, my, 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 my uh, message to the kids: speak out, go out, go. Uh, Go do a dance in the middle of the streets. Uh, go down to the police station, scream and yell outside the police, and have them take inside like you're nuts. And you say, "Here's my problem. The only way it's gonna be solved is if you guys come and grab this guy and talk to him. Here's what's going on. Here's what's happening. I'm a young kid. Please do something. Please help me. And if you help me, I'm sure there's a million, other, ten million, other, twenty million other kids just like me." I'm not the only one who has this, this problem, I'm sure. Oh, no, you're not. Sadly, you're not. There's oh, yeah. too, many, too many of the oppressed, too many people suffering. And thank God that, that, that the, the only good thing that comes from this is that you become a champion of, of the oppressed and the downtrodden. Yeah. And, and the, you know, because someone yeah, has yeah. to. Someone has to stand up for them. Yeah. And you understand and, what it's like. Now, I've got to ask a question of you. Here. I want I want to make this I want to make this clear too. When I say they were both gay and they got married to a seat to the peace normal side of practice, right? There's nothing wrong with being gay. There's nothing wrong with being, they're human beings, they're, they're some of the greatest friends I have are gay. Right? There's no they, 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 they just have a different preference but certain things. So what? They they human beings, they're normal. Right. I have no idea why he fought so bad, why he couldn't accept who he was. He couldn't look in the mirror and accept himself. Yeah, there's probably an aspect of him that when all of his buddies are drunk and they're doing you like a local punch board, yes, there's yes, part yes. of him that's repelled inside, part of him that's, that yes. hates himself for it. And yes. he can't wait yes. for the day when you punch him it out. It was sad. It was sad. You know, I used to go to school. And and I'd sit there in the class. I think I told you. I sit there in class and looking out the window, not listening. To them. 
And there were these ships living in the Boston Harbor. I put myself in one of the ships, go to a different place in a different land. And, I, and boom, boom, the, the bell would ring. And the teacher said, Mr. Colonel, why don't I get next class? I hope you learned something there. And I go to get up, off the corner of my eye, my seat would be filled with blood. Oh, my God. I sit back down. And the teacher said, Mr. Curl, I told you, run along to your class. I wiped the seat, I wiped the seat off of my pants, went out of the, the, the school that day, and I never went back. Jeez. What is... <clears throat> your, um, your mother was afraid of your father. Oh, big time. So she wasn't uh, avail uh, available to help? No. Oh, she wasn't, she wasn't. And he, and, 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 I, and, and I, I ended up in the hospital a couple times because... He stopped beating my mother with a puncher in the head for this. I, I jumped on his back and I stopped beat, punching him in the head. You know, the best I could, he threw me down, he pounded my head. I woke up in the hospital with tubes in my nose. Wow. And the, and the, and the cops were there, my mother was there, and and the cops said, Mr. Curdo, can you please tell me what happened? And my mother said, he fell down the steps, he fell down the steps. I said, I fell down the steps. Oh, no. And, and the, the police, police said, he was... He goes, well, Mrs. Curdle, he's, uh, he fell down the steps. I, I guess you fell down the steps, too, huh? Everybody fell down the steps. Yeah, yeah. Earl, you've, you've, you've talked many times about the the inability to leave an abusive relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, as you know the hell you're in, but you don't know the hell that you're not in yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there's a distorted sense of security in familiar yeah. pain. Yes. Yeah. You yes, know, I that's know the that. pain you're used to. I know that personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it's like you get stuck in it, but you know it. You know, you know that pain. You know your way around it. And uh, there's always the fear that what what's gonna, what is going to replace that. If you get yes. rid of that pain, what's the next pain that's going to come? It's kind of like when they had the czar in Russia. They used to pray, may the Lord bless and keep the czar Far away from us. <laughs> yeah, I, lo I yeah. lost the love of my yeah. life, and I became addicted to the uh, the pain. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, okay. I became addicted, and what comes next it turns out to be outlaw radio. Yeah, that'll teach you a lesson. That's the, yeah, <laughs> that, that was his punishment. He does his radio show. Now, the rage that you felt towards your father, you used in the ring, didn't you? I certainly did, and also... I, I, he used to have books all the time. I used to go read his books. He had, he had, had books on homosexuality. He had books on, uh, he had nasty books there. And then he had, then he had this one book that I really loved. It was a, a book, Plato. And, and he used to read this, he used to read this, this thing about Socrates, Socrates. Mm -hmm. And he used to always read that, read that. And I, and, and I, and I always, I always wanted to know why, why we read it. And so I, I, I read it, and, and here's a guy that was condemned, right, to the hemlock. Mm -hmm. Well, he believed that he believed in he believed in one God, not ten thousand gods, and he believed a certain way, and and the whole world hated him. Yeah, you know that's, I mean? that's usually the reward for being ahead of your time. Yeah, and 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 and, and, and I read it, and I, I'll give you, I'll give you, what do you hear? Well, I give you his speech. Cause my, his final speech. I give you a little bit of it. How you all things have been affected by my accusers. I cannot tell, but I know so persuasively they speak, and yet they have hardly uttered a word of truth. 
such is the nature of the accusation, which has given rise to the slander of me, and in fact has encouraged Malikas to further these charges against me. Well, I'll sum up their words in an affidavit. Socrates, the evildoer, a curious person, he searches the things under the earth and in heaven. He makes the worst appear at a cause. Looks up that way. And I used to read that and see how this, this guy was condemned for what he believed in. And, 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 and uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry, God. No, that's, 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 that's no, this is all real. I mean, this is all real. You got to deal with what's real. It, 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 helped me, it helped me so much. You have no idea. I, I used to go there and be there and be here. And, um, anyways. Well, let's uh, let us take this the next step. Let's talk about Roger Phillips and what that meant to you. Um, Roger Phillips is um, really, really, really killed. Uh, he's a guy that was way out of my, uh, I was way out of his class. Shouldn't have been in there with me. And, and, and I said to myself, he's a real durable guy. And I got to get him out. And I went out there. I got him out one round. Uh, and I was happy to get him out one round. Cause I wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't going to punish this guy. This guy didn't. This guy didn't need to be punished. He had his son there and everything. And and, and and he didn't know. He didn't know what I was going through. Yeah. But I. Uh, I saw. Uh, I, I saw his son and him. And it just destroyed me. So I, I didn't. I didn't, didn't want to. I didn't want to viciously beat this guy. Take him, take him ten rounds, and give him a horrible beat. So I went out there and tried to finish as quick as I could, I could, but I'm hurting him bad. Yeah, but you you weren't you weren't beating Roger. You were beating your father. Yes. Roger was the stand-in. Yes. And that became an epiphany for you when when he committed yeah. suicide a few days later. Yeah. So um um, how did that change your life? Um, I I left I left the country. As you know, I I went to Montreal. I uh, I had a, I had I had a it's not over. It's not a new life. Stuff. I had two people. You know, the, the the guy in Boston. The guy in Boston uh, was a uh, and he's still around. And he, he, he was a very difficult man. And he, and he has a lot of friends. And he's very dangerous. And and. Um, I had a, I had a uh, child, and I signed the fight. I got an up and coming young guy. I was number one in the world. He wasn't even the rated top twenty at the time. Uh, a guy named Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I I made Marvin Hagler. My my pulled on that fight. I came back to fight him again. And the same thing happened. I had to leave again. And and uh, I came back to fight him again. And it really made it really made him. He got the shots. He could fight, but you never know. He might have got lost in the, you know, uh, uh, in the, what do you call it? In the possible. Hey, uh, we got to take a quick break here for about 60 seconds. We'll be right back. So uh, just kind of like we're between rounds here, uh, you know. Uh, throw some water on your face, you know, cut your swollen eye. And we'll be right back. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, boy. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. That was a tough round, buddy. Thank you. Right 
you 24 hours a day on any phone or device. And it's all free. Just go to your friendly app store and search for Outlaw Radio. Then look for the red letters on the sign with the bullet holes in it and download it. It's free. Listen free on the road, in your car, at the beach, or in your backyard. It's all free from Outlaw Radio. This is Buddy Twist saying goodnight from Hollywood. Back to True Crime Uncensored. And now, back to True Crime Uncensored, formerly hosted by Burl Bear and Don Waldman. But Don Waldman is dead. Yeah. True wow. Crime Unsplintered. Burl Bear and Howard Lapidus. Howard Lapidus is dead, too. And Mark CG. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I want to be in the second yeah. chair anymore. You know, all of my co hosts have died. Yes, yeah, this isn't found well for me. Yeah, but you right now, next friend. That's right, Frank dead. Gerardo isn't showing up so much. He wants to make sure it's safe. Welcome back to True Crime Uncensored. Our, our guest today is the is the uh, recovering from abuse, uh, famous boxer, champion of the oppressed. Uh, it is great. Vinny, Vinny Curdo. He was born in East Boston, Massachusetts, July 10th, 1955. I'm old enough to be your older brother. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're still around, and uh, you, you got the emotions. I'm glad you got the emotions, because some people wind up turning all that off when they disassociate. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a good thing you can cry about it. Yeah. Do you find uh, the writing the book and yeah, talking the, about Yeah, let me uh, hype the book real fast. Survival from Childhood... Sexual abuse victim to world boxing champion, Vinnie Curdo, uh, co-written with our good buddy uh, Dennis Griffin, a great yeah. guy. Hey, how did you happen to hook up with Denny? Uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine uh, named Ori, uh, said he said I have a guy that you should talk to. He can help you get, uh, write you write, write a book. Don't, don't write a screenplay. I already did the screenplay, and and, he, and so I said yeah, we hooked up and. Next thing you know, he saw he saw the material. He liked the material, and, uh, and he was really really kind. And we, we went right to work. Yeah, he's a nice guy, super nice guy. Known him for years. Really he was one of the one of the first guests I ever had on this show about eleven years ago. That's how long oh. we've been doing this show, and I'm aging oh. rapidly. <laughs> 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 the book just came out, Survival, which is uh, your life story, uh, written with uh, Denny. It's absolutely fascinating. Uh, amazing that. When you were 14, your father forced you to pursue this boxing career. Oh, yeah. And you were incredibly successful at it. Well, I, I didn't want, you know, I, 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 uh, I, told, you, I told you before, that, or, or it's written there, you know, when he was, I, I was in a bar, I told you, a bar room with him, and he was bragging about how his son's the next champ. I was laying under a bench starving, and there was a kid, and he said, he, the bartender, he goes, well, he goes, uh, he says, why don't you take them home and feed them? He looks hungry. I got so happy, I thought I was going to eat. But then the bartender also said, he goes, if he's any good, take them upstairs to the fourth floor. They'll tell he's any good. There we were, four working flights of steps. I think I said this before, but I'll say it again. He, he took some some uh, swigs of his Sigum 7, and we get behind his big bracket going on at his door, and uh, we opened the door. It was a beehive activity. Two black fellows boxing. Three Puerto Rican guys hitting every bag. Three white guys skipping rope. Train is all ringside, yelling out, yelling out uh, instructions and everything. And, and uh, 
And I watched it. And I watched it. These guys, I was so scared my father was going to master one of these guys. I don't know what it's professional gym. They wouldn't have let that happen. But I was scared. I didn't know. Uh, I, I said, and these guys, they were hitting hard, fast, and with precision, something I wasn't accustomed to. And and when the bell rang to end the round, they hugged each other. Yeah, because it's on the cheek. a whole different thing. It's not based on rage. Oh, it's buddy. A, and, and, and everybody at ringside gave them compliments. And this light glow within me, I said this before, I said it again, I said it to everybody, I got a chance to. And, uh, I had to be part of it in this back trainer says to me, hey, kid, you want to do this? I said, I would love to. I don't have any money. He said, show up. That's payment enough. Hmm. I went every day and made myself good because of the reaction I got. I got become narcissistic. And guess what? Uh, it saved my life. And, it, and, and if it could save my life, it could save a million, two million, twenty million more out there. All you got to do is read, find out what I did, how I did it, where I did it, and, 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 and Believe me, the, the the message is the message is never ever ever give up, ever. Well, you ever. certainly didn't give up. You went oh. right on, and uh, I mean, even you you were in that bizarre situation where you were supposed yeah. to take a dive, and I don't mean into oh, a yeah. swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, and you got well, saved by a famous crooner. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us the Sinatra story. Well, I was yeah I was um. I was fighting in I was fighting in Madison Square Garden. And I was fighting I was fighting um, a, a kid there. Uh, and I, I think it was on the feet at the time. Uh, and and uh, big puncher though he's a real big puncher. We forgot his name. Anyways, we're we're we're, we're up in the end, and the announcer, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to lose you know lose, and the announcer says. Uh, uh, in this corner, he introduced uh, the guy who was fighting, and then he looked at me and he says, he looked at the name on the thing, and he says, Vinnie Curto, he recognized me from f fighting. So now I gotta lose a fight on my name, on my record. I'm horrible, I'm not throwing any punches, I'm catching, I'm making a miss, my corners, my, my trainers go, what the hell are you doing? Anyways, uh, all of a sudden, the fifth round, everybody starts cheering. I said, I went back to the corner, I said, who they care for? It certainly ain't me. <laughs> and they, they said, Sinatra just walked in. They said, wow, I met him once. Right? Anyways, I went out there and started doing the same thing. And Sinatra looked at He goes, what's this kid doing? He says, uh, he, he had this, this guy who used to hang on all the time, a guy named Tony Rizzo. And, and he says, go see what's going on. And he, he came inside and uh, he went and told Frank. Frank sent him back to my condo and message, hey, kid, when it's off, don't worry. He'll tell you, Frank's going to take care of it. I said, this game fly wrong. My condo went nuts. You said it bit. I went out there, hit this guy right here, left hook. And, and then the gangster that the, 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 I did the business with, right, he, he, he reached into his chest like he's pulling out a gun. I'm going to kill you right here, you motherfucker. The guy, like I went against him. Anyways, when the, when the, I came down the stretch, I won the last five rounds. And I got a draw. Ah, I got a draw. That. I didn't lose. <laughs> and I went. I went to the dressing room. I wanted to get the hell out of there. And I was hurrying up. And I got a knock at the door. A guy comes in. He goes, "Ah, sir, someone wants to see." You. I said, "Tell him uh, I can't see anybody. My my limo. You know, the guy he says to me. Uh, he goes, well, what if I told you Frank Sinatra wants to see you?' I said, "Tell him my limo's on the other side of the garden. I got to get the hell out of here. I thought he's full of shit." And then this other guy comes in that I know. He's a serious guy. And uh, he says, no, Frank wants to see you. I said, okay. okay. I said, I wasn't coming. So I'm coming. We went to this place called uh, the Waldorf Astoria. Mm -hmm. 
and he had a, a nice suite. He was sitting with his wife. I walked in the the, the French doors. I walked in. He was sitting at a white grand piano. His wife was sitting to the right, Barbara. And I'm looking. I'm saying, "Wow!" And she asked me, "He goes, what the hell are you doing out there?" What the I said, "I did a thing for that guy." And, uh, you know, the, and, and he said, "He goes, I never liked that guy, <laughs> the bull. I, I never liked that guy." He says, "He says, uh, he goes, uh, I'm going to send you somewhere. You, you're going to have to come with me for for a little bit." He said, "I'm going to send you somewhere." Uh, he says he goes until we can straighten it out and get you reinstated. He goes, when I pull out of the, when I pull out of that Hagler fight, I got I got uh, uh, blackballed around the world, and, and the only place that didn't uh, uh, ban me from boxing was Montreal, Canada, and so I went to Canada. Uh, unbelievable! And so, uh, so, uh, so, so it was so funny, Sinatra. It was a Monday night, and he says to he says to the guys that there was a uh, I'll never forget Dean Martin, the whole the, whole, the almost the whole Rat Pack was there, and he, and he says and he says uh, what kind of hot dogs we eating guys Monday night football, and he says uh, it was uh, I don't know they sent they went to the store they got some was horrible, he sends his jet to Las Vegas to pick up the hot dogs for the Monday night football. Wow. And me and me being the and me being the the, the you know the. <laughs> the degenerate, the, 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 the degenerate son of a gun that I am, right? I'm looking at the markers. I think they got to be worth like forty thousand each. Yeah. With the with the with the, you know with the jet fuel cost, the pilot, right? I mean, I'm looking at how I'm going to glom three or four of them, right? Uh, typical, typical East Boston, typical uh, low life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't believe. I just couldn't believe it. Send his jet to go pick up hot dogs for the Monday Night Football. Yeah. <laughs> That's lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> oh, yes. Unbelievable. I really... And he, he laughed because he knew, he knew I, was, I was like a shock. Yeah. yeah. It's different different types of life. Yeah, it's a different lifestyle. Yes, I know. Okay, when, when you had your final... When you finally achieved what you were supposed to achieve in your life as a boxer, and you got what? that... September 20th of 1996. And at that moment. In Lincoln, Nebraska. And when you achieved that, how did it feel and what was your response? Um, I, uh, I, um, I, 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 I went on and shook my opponent's hand and I hugged him. He He was a real good kid. So we, uh, we 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 killed each other that night. Me and that this young kid, these and and he uh, we one round was unbelievable. One round he had me going, I had him going, he had me going. Then I, and he had me going real bad. Then I come stomping back, and they had to pull me off him. And I turned to the crowd, and I banged my chest, and the crowd went nuts. And I was going back to my corner, right, to sit down and get the instruction. I got to tap him the shoulder, turn around. My opponent slapped me five. Unbelievable. Wow. You know, you know, his corner went nuts when he did that, right? But guess what? We've been friends ever since. We talk about it. He says, he says they're not in there fighting. They don't know. I know exactly what you went through. I know. He goes, I couldn't believe how you came on like that. At your age, you were 41. He says, I had to slap you five. Burl, do you, do you have time for me to ask a question? Sure, go right ahead. All right. Hey, who was the, uh, who, in your opinion, the greatest boxer of all time? The greatest boxer of all time, without a doubt, there'll never be another. Uh, 
he done things. He done things that nobody will ever do. You have to go to and you have to go to moon the, the moon to get an opponent, right? But but he he figure a way uh, when the when when the Martian shot the ray gun. He figure a way how to deflect it to go back and, and beat the guy. That's that that that's how great the greatest ever was. And there's a guy, a guy named Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, yeah. That's, that's it. The greatest fighter ever lived. How about how I about got, hey? Let, let, I got thrown out. Of, I got thrown out of the tank club. I was in the tank club. I won't say where. Yeah. Right. And, and and they asked me the same question, and I and I and I said, uh, Muhammad Ali. He goes, well, what about Rocky Marciano? I, I said, I said Ali would have chopped him up. He would have blunted that for Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I said he would have blunted that. What are you kidding me? He was, he cut easy. Ali had that great be a jab. I said, and he put a combination together. And he, and Rocky Marciano not going to knock Muhammad Ali out. Believe me, nobody knocks Muhammad Ali out. Right? Yeah. I said, I said he, he would have chopped him up with that. But believe me, it wouldn't have been a contest. Well, where? Yeah, he said, and yeah. they said, get the hell out of this channel. Out of this <laughs> where? All these, these, these people are really, well, one guy kicked me out and I turned around him and right in the chin. We're on, we're, I love that. I hit him by Dr. Mike's ass, yeah. We uh, we're, we're on the same page there. He's he's my certainly my favorite boxer. I but I I got to know that that fight with Liston where it looked like Liston took a dive against Muhammad Ali. What do you think really happened there? What I thought really, well, I'll tell you what I really thought really happened. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to say anything, but he did get hit with a good shot. He did. He did. Yeah, and, and nobody nobody understands boxing. Let me tell you something. A little, a little step back, you know, step back with, with your weight, or you step back on your right foot with your weight, and then you you come forward and snap your hip with all your weight, and whatever you weigh, you weigh two thirty. Multiply that two thirty about uh, twenty times. Yeah. Hitting, started listening on the point of the the the, the, the chin where he hit him. But that's why he went down and looked like looked like he took a dive. Yeah. It's because. Those kind of shots, when you you don't see knock you dead, and they say this is this is impossible. Nobody gets knocked like that. That's that, this is fixed. This body's fixed. That's not fixed. He just hit him with a counter punch right. that was three hundred times the power that, that was expected to be able because still isn't coming coming in. You know, full full force coming in. All he's stepping back with all his weight, right, and then coming forward with all his weight and listen with all his weight and. Boom! That punch met the full snap. Knocked him dead. And let me tell you something. You, um, I got dropped. And let me tell you, he, he's looking up. You know, Sylvester was looking up. And believe me, he was. He, he was in. He was in another country. Believe me. But, uh, but I got hit by. I got hit by this, this Korean guy named Chong Paul Park. His name gave me a black eye. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell. Let me tell you. He hit me, but he hit me with a shot. I went down. Right? I'm saying to myself, I, 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 I got a, I got a counter punch. This son of a bitch. I'm, 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 and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I hit three, four, five. I'm on my ass. Yeah. I jumped the hell up. And, 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 and so it happens. The these things happen. These are these oh, elusive buddy. punches. Yeah, and that's and she and people and, and I have one of the great one of the greatest chins. You can you, you ask the covers of story, My very good buddy. They try to get they try to get him to say bad things about me. A guy named Bad Benny Briscoe in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah he's a friend here, isn't bad, he? Bad Bad Benny Briscoe was one of the all time great middleweights that never won the world title. Mm. Yeah, he fought like probably got, uh, 14, 15 world champions. He beat half of them. He was 
big, one of the biggest bangers I ever faced in my life. And I, I, fought, I fought him the first time in Philadelphia in his hometown, and I got a draw. I appreciate you answering the question. Mark C.G. Boyer? Uh, something interesting for you, Matt. Um, our guest was under contract to the Moonlight Bunny Ranch for a period. Oh, no kidding. With Dennis Hoff? Oh yes. Yeah, my dear, my dear friend, my dear friend Dennis, man, friends for twenty five years. Oscar Bonavita, Oscar Bonavita was there. Yeah, uh, couple of couple other guys were there. And, uh, it was a, uh, it was you know, uh, Mick, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Sally, Sally was a nice lady. Yeah, she loved boxing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She loved boxing, and uh, it was like kind of an odd way, to, uh, an odd place to be to train. But yeah, of course it looked- did. But uh, did you did you attend some of uh, Dennis Hoff's birthday parties? Um, I attended a lot of birthday parties there. I may have seen. I may have seen you there. It was years yeah, ago. Yeah. 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 yeah believe me, it's uh, a small world I, after all. We may have met. Take it, Burl. Uh, <laughs> I, I gotta. I gotta tell you. I got one story about the monster Can I tell you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah please. Please. Well, anyways, I. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm, I. I got to a training. I got to a training, and I. Uh, and I. And I was resting. And I was sitting in the, the lunch room talking about all the whores. You know, they, they, they were sitting there wrestling and talking and laughing and joking, right? And all of a sudden, the floor mate, she, she's very important. She knows all the customers. She knows what they want, who they want, who they are, and everything. She comes running in. Wait, hold on. You're, you're, hold on. You're talking about Madame Suzette. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, comes running in. She's, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. My God. Here's a guy. He wants he wants uh, somebody to to, to to do his lady and do him. And uh, we don't do that here. Oh my God. And, 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 and so, and so, and so I, she said, please, Billy, can you help me? I said, do I look like a whore to you? <laughs> I'm a fighter. I can't believe this. You're asking me. Is that her? No problem. <laughs> Is that her? No, no problem. All right, I'll do the best I can. Right. Anyway, she was triple drop dead gorgeous. And this older fella, distinguished looking fella, is with a right. And we get in the room. It's a, it's a little awkward, and it's the same least, you know. And and I said, all right, so what are we gonna do? And, and he's all right. And so it's, it's all right. And all of a sudden, so I, I, she's on the table. She's so freaking beautiful. She's on the table. I'm, I'm mounting the table. And all of a sudden, I I, I, I I hear a little ruffling behind me. I said, buddy, buddy. I said, back up. Back up. If I feel any warm drops, you're going to get knocked out. I'm going to put you right to sleep, Kyle. Oh, yeah. You don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Anyway, right, right, right. Anyway, I did that. It felt horrible. I, felt, uh, I, I was in a world. Now I know now I know how they felt. I mean, they make a lot of money. But so he gave me 2500 bucks, or five, five grand, I think it was. Nice. Well, anyway, I have well, never made that much doing it. <laughs> but you survived. We gotta go, but I wanna hype your book one more time. Survival by Vinnie Curdo. Buy it, read it, believe it. It's out right now from Wild Blue Press. Thank you very much, sir. There was one other I have to show. All right. God, hey, God, God bless you, Vinny. Yeah. We'll have you back Thank again you. sometime.